And welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. Here at Farm to Fame and Joe Burrow, we trust that is right, folks. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, former LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, former LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase, are going to the Super Bowl. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Peter Moylan in Australia, and that is Maddie Mass. Welcome in. I'm bringing the energy today because somebody put in a comment. Somebody put in a comment like three weeks ago that we were so boring that he fell asleep. So like, I'm awake. Okay, so the one the one bad comment that we received in 18 months you took personally and decided to scream at me this we, morning? We haven't all hung out in quite a while, Pete. So I'm just bringing the no. vibes, bringing the energy. Our guy mm. makes it seem like we've been doing this all the time. They don't know that we've had two weeks off, three weeks off. How long, how many weeks off have we had? Lots of weeks. It's actually been sad. I feel like I'm like for having seen you guys every single Tuesday of my life for 12 months and then not going three weeks without it. It's it different. I'll what makes me the most sad is that we really didn't even talk much and we normally text like all day, every day. So that was a little oh. confusing to me. Like if we're, yeah. if we're still friends or not. Um, <laughs> Look, I'll be honest with you. I went into game mode. Okay. So since we haven't spoken, we've had to play a lot of games with the aces and I've had to be manager, manager. Guy. You have played games because Maddie yeah, and I we- were trying to, I, I think everybody knows by now I was just in New York last week and Maddie and I were talking about your schedule and we thought that you hadn't played a game in like a really long time. So we've had a, we were scheduled to play last weekend and we got two games rained out. So we got, got to play one game, which we won. And then the next day it rained like I've never seen rain before. So um, we have three games scheduled for this weekend. Our final three games of this, uh, I guess you'd call it exhibition season. Mm. Uh, And then I will be on a bird heading back to Australia the week after that. To America? Back to America. I apologize. Yes. How do you feel about that? Like, are you ready? Or do you, do you get sad when you leave Australia? Are you ready to leave Australia? I get sad. Uh, because my daughters, obviously, yeah, that's the hardest part. But there's a lot of developments there as well that I won't get into. But um, it's America has become home to me um, because all my stuff's there. Uh, yeah. I feel like everything that I own is in America, and when I'm here, I'm kind of just living out of a suitcase for three months. So it doesn't yeah, quite that's your feel home, like base. home anymore. Yeah. So Atlanta's home. Maddie, how are you? I am very good. Went on vacation two weeks ago mm-hmm. so that was a good trip to florida i was in tampa and orlando did you go to disney i did congratulations orlando disney just synonyms and then we did a event in and around new york mm, week long it's a super secret what's not a secret is that i didn't make it you know pete i had to cut my trip two days short I had to change my flight because there was like a massive snowstorm up there and it was how much snow did y'all end up getting Maddie where I am in Jersey City we got like seven to eight inches like all of the flights were canceled Pete like my flight was on Saturday at 1 30 and I moved to Friday at in the morning Friday at 11 and every flight after my 11 o'clock flight on Friday and all the flights Saturday were canceled. So if I wouldn't have gotten on. Yeah, it was like wild. Didn't it snow in Atlanta too last week? 
it's been snowing a lot here, but when I say snowing, I mean, there's snowflakes. It's not okay. um, sticky. Sticking. But like just the other night I was laying on the couch and I looked outside and there were like snowflakes falling. And I was like, I didn't even know that it was supposed to snow tonight. Um, but it, there hasn't been like, Leilani has not been able to build like a snowman. Well, she might have the first storm because Alpharetta hmm. got a good amount. She didn't mention it, but she did jump on the trampoline when they got the first storm and the dog and her were on the trampoline jumping in the snow, which was kind of cute. I got that video. I just love her so much. And Mandy texted me Mm -hmm. just to like chat. And I was like, love that. That's like a girlfriend thing. We're close. Close the chat. That's how I found out that Australia closed the rest of the borders and you weren't able to see your parents anymore. Yeah. Is, is, is your flight back on February 10th? Is that what she told me? Yeah. Or the 9th or something? Yeah. February 10th. So anybody that's flying from Australia to uh, LAX on February 10th, make sure you say hello. Mm. Not sure how many listeners we have flying that day, but I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. Birthday's coming up. Yours okay. is? Mm-hmm. February 12th. <gasps> oh. What day of the week is that? In the diary. It's going in the diary. (laughs) It's a Saturday. Oh, February 12th, I'm in Costa Rica for my friend Maddie's wedding. I'll celebrate your birthday in Costa Rica. So everybody's aware. I believe that's Maddie with D's. So I'm not getting Mm -hmm. married in Costa Rica anytime soon. Yeah. I will be in in New York uh, Mm. on February 12th. Uh, Great catch there. Costa Rica, huh? Yeah. I think I'm going to go get my T3 done down there. That's interesting. Hmm. I heard that the <laughs> the dentists down there are quite cheap and could end up looking like the dude from Something About Mary. But you know what? If it doesn't cost me $50,000, then it's probably it worth it. What if it looks bad? Because right now they're so good. And you want to go to Costa Rica? I'm not going to do it until they start falling out. Once they start okay. falling out, I end up like, I got that chip. Interesting strategy. Wait until they fall out, and then you book a flight to Costa yeah. Rica for the cheap and dentist. For the straight in, might get a boob job while I'm there. If not, just Ooh. straight into the dentist. All right. Uh, let's what send a think? camera with you or something. You can keep yeah. like a vlog. <laughs> Road trip. I. You know what? I think I'm going to sit this one out. I'll meet you in the Bahamas <laughs> after for the home run derby. Okay. Uh, I think I'm good with the cheap dentist. I'm just okay. a little, little out on that. Sugarland Space City. What? The what? <laughs> Sugarland Space Cowboys. That's what you call a transition. Let me just get this straight. Out opener. There. How we the feeling? Opener. How we feeling? How we feeling? I love it. I love the Space Cowboys. I hated the Sugarland Skeeters. This is a reminder. If you haven't listened, why? Are, what are you? What's happening? I just thought just, it was funny that you said you hated it. You drafted. I'm shocked. It. Because Sugarland is my hometown. My parents lived two miles from that ballpark. Our city was submitting the names. Like it was like a big deal of the final names of what, like the the five final names that were selected and like citizens got to put in their ideas and it was like a citywide effort to come up with the name and we came up with the skeeters like that's the best that's the best us as a city could do i but the stadium is one of the most beautiful ballparks you will ever see like obviously i'm i'm saying like i would rather go to that ballpark than so many big league ballparks like it is 
stunning. Really? And yes. we start a petition to make all of the <laughs> Astros affiliates base themed. Yes. Like that. Love the Apollos, which apparently is a team, the Houston Apollos, because we talked about them in the minor league name draft. I guess the hard part is not not every of their affiliates is right around Houston, but overall theme, I still think it works. No, I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I think I love it when teams can can do that. I also love when teams, and this is a completely off left field sort of topic, but when Double A, Triple A, and the big leagues all wear the same colors. It makes it a lot easier to transition from minor mm-hmm. leagues. When I was with LA, the Albuquerque ice tops were black and red, and the Dodgers were blue. So I had to have two sets of everything. Yeah, because I got called up and down so much because I was terrible. But no, still, won't. I had to have two sets of everything, and uh, yeah, it was that was a pain in the bum. So if all teams could wear the same colored shoes, that would be amazing. Okay. Um, if I weren't from Houston. I wouldn't know that assistant. So I just feel like I want to throw that detail out for people who were like, why are they saying that? Like they all need Hold to on, be space themed. Who doesn't know that NASA's in Houston? I, I would not, if I were not, I do not know anything about other cities. So I probably wouldn't know that. If I, I mean, it's really not crazy. Know. Look at uh, the guardians, everybody from Cleveland kind of knew why it was named that. And everybody else was like, isn't it That's something about random. like gates in the city? Yeah. Like gates. Stadium, there's a bridge, I think, and it has large guardian statues or it's like a significant landmark of the city. So interesting. That's the worst name. <laughs> so how do y'all feel about the Sugarland Space Cowboys? I mean, I don't really have I, like what I was, was your initial thought? You. My initial thought was straight to you. Like, how is how's Kelsey gonna deal with this? And Phenomenal. does she have to change all her posters in her bedroom to <laughs> space cowboys instead of skeeters? Well, you know what? They actually DM'd me and asked for all three of our addresses about a week ago. Did they? Before the team was announced. So the uh, address I gave them for trap. you, Pete, was Alpharetta because like I thought you're just gonna say having it. them ship it to <laughs> Australia. Yeah, pizza address. But yeah. <laughs> so like because I went to the stadium, they they did a whole Christmas lights thing at the stadium and it was so you cool. Should, I remember like, that. Yeah, you could walk on the field. Maddie, remind me to send you like videos from this because I always say I'm gonna send you videos and then I forget. Mm. Um, I, I ripped it off of your Twitter. The last time we talked about it, I put a little something in the, oh, okay. in the YouTube. Yeah, they had like, you could walk on the dugout. I mean, through the dugout on the field, like the lights were just everywhere. It was so cool. Um, and I had like tagged them in a few things for that. And then I guess they saw Maddie's tweets and then they DM me and asked for our addresses. And I was like, ooh, they awesome. want to send us a PR box. Love that. I told them, I was like, I would love to like rep Sugarland, you know, like if there's something that I can put in here i would love h town funky town clutch city space city mm. bayou city home of space Star. cowboys you can throw space, space cowboys in there the only negative thing i saw online with the space cowboys was that there's too many colors in the jerseys like i think that at some point there's like a gradient on the sleeve and it's like black navy light blue <sighs> yeah. blue orange but i personally really like them and my favorite part about the jerseys is that the lettering on the jerseys has the little stars in it yes i think that's perfect touch. i 
love the stars in the lettering. And I love the blue is pretty nice too. I love the Sugarland Space Cowboys. I do not want to get it twisted. I was not wild about the jerseys. I was not wild about the jerseys that say space cow space at a little bit of a diagonal and cowboy straight. And it looks like the fonts a little low. Like I don't understand why the fonts down low. So low. it looks like they, they, you know what it looks like? It looks hmm. like they did the wrong button in the wrong hole. And then the space went up. Oh, so it might've been the, the Oh, no, I think that's by design because the rest <laughs> of the shirt's okay. But I think it actually, that's what it looks like. Like, oh man, I just yeah. I missed the button, but it's yeah. okay. But when you zoom in on the lettering, I love the stars in the lettering. Love that. Me too. Great touch. Me too. Also, our guest of honor is here. So oh, I think wow. we should just admit him and get his take on the... Get him in there, please. Hey, what's going on? Jolly Olive is with us today, folks. What up, Joe? How are we doing, guys? I'm good. How are you guys? Man, your voice sounds so good. And yet, you've got some sort of like, you must have a lot of mattresses in that room. A lot of what? A lot of mattresses. Interesting. It, yeah. It, it makes it's the, all sound. You shove them up against the wall. Yeah. Very interesting narratives from you so far tonight, Pete. Mm-hmm. Can I ask one question before we before we get into this thing? Absolutely. Jolly, I watched uh, Once, a Time, Once Upon a Time in Queens the other night mm-hmm. for the first time. It's like one of the greatest documentaries and stories ever told. I really do think so. I like I'm biased, of course. I'm a Mets fan, right. but that and right. I don't know if you've seen the 30 for 30 on the Buffalo Bills where they lost four yes. Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah, two yeah. are like yeah. holy grail for me, top of the list. So I really enjoyed it. Amazing. That. I had a personal touch too, because Roger McDowell was my first ever pitching coach. So really to, Didn't know to that. see, yeah, to see him and hear him and see what he did in that World Series for <laughs> pretty cool. Man. Anyway, really um, cool. I just got to spend a whole week with Jolly Olive. First time sure. we got to meet in person. Um, but for the peop- for our farmers who don't know much about you, can you just give us a little background on your life? Sure. Um, I'm very new to the baseball content game, but John Boy Media has really given me a leg up, which has been awesome. I've been doing this since August 20, uh, August 2020. I mean, I have a YouTube channel, Jolly Olive. We just hit 30,000 subscribers. We talk about any baseball player that comes to your mind, really. It doesn't have to be a star. It's actually pretty much focused. Oh, my God, look at that cat. It's focused on uh, guys that really uh, weren't stars and did, you know, minor significant things in the game. That's sort of the, the bread and butter of my content. So awesome. if you're like that uh, niche baseball fan that, you know, maybe wants to dive a little bit deeper, it might be the place for you to go. Uh, my Beautiful. fiance is probably already typing that into his browser on his um, <laughs> computer right now. That's glad like to hear. right up his alley. Um, and you came on with John Boy Media. You have a podcast with Jerry Blevins called yep. Shea Station. They are so fun. They've worked so well together. Um, and it's covering the Mets, which I love. Uh, I love because I didn't know anything about the Yankees when I got hired by John right, Boy because right. I'm an NL person and it's such a regionalized sport. So I'm super familiar with the Mets. Um, City field is in my top five. Freaking love Let's city go. field. Nice. Yeah. Taste. There you go. Yeah. Shay's in my top three. Really? Wow. That's high up. Shay. It's Chipper Jones's favorite. Mm. Shay had so, I mean, I got so lucky to catch it at the end as it was still falling apart and you had to yeah. get a tetanus shot just to go to the bullpen. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 
right before you hopped on, we were talking about the Sugarland Space Cowboys rebrand. Mm. Got take. Go. Do you have any opinions? I mean, I'm always going to have a soft spot in my heart for the Skeeters. It's a shame that they had to change, but the very uni- different uniforms. stances here. <laughs> you should have heard my stance on the Skeeters. Uh, I mean, I do like the new uniforms. I like the way they look. They're pretty good. No, we're polar it's opposites here. No, you no, and Kelsey good. literally said phenomenal. Phenomenal I, they don't i mean listen they don't hold a, a a large place in my life i know them at the surface values i'm sure you know them a lot better than i do can't wait for you to listen to this episode and for you to hear <laughs> what i said right before what you said and it's literally exactly opposite well um, <laughs> we like the different takes here you know makes for a good show you'll, you'll i'm i'm very passionate about the name sugarland skeeters and i i go really in depth on on my uh, reasoning behind it so i'm sure you'll really okay. enjoy that i'll be educated then there you go i'm gonna change my take um okay I'm really excited for this draft and I've prepared a ridiculous amount for it. Today, we are drafting or each drafting a lineup of, they all have to have one rookie of the year. So this is so fun, y'all. I'm obsessed with this. Um, So just to clarify, uh, Maddie filled me in a little bit before, but it's not just their rookie year, it's their entire career. Yes, we're drafting them based on their career. I'm also drafting based on their impact as well. Mm, so like that. whether that like is, that. you know, we'll, we'll just let you take from that what you will. Cool. Super pumped for that. Also, I don't know if you guys missed this, but on the Super Bowl, baby. Oh, well, I Let's shouldn't go. say we're. We're not going. It's almost the Super Bowl coming up. The freaking championship games were so much fun. And our people at DraftKings Sportsbook, man, do we love mm. them. Man, do we love them, you guys. Um, We have been waiting for this moment all season long, and they are the official sports betting partner of 56, and they are giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team, just $5. You get 280 in free bets if your team wins. And they are live now in New York. If you missed that, our company was so hype over because it's, like, so funny to hear the guys talking about the different bets that they place, like, whenever I'm up there. so now it's live in New York. And if it's not in your state yet, you can play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. And new customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize. So you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code JOMBOY, and you get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code JOMBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements. This is a really long read in state specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Game, gambling problem? <sighs> Y'all, I can't do this. 21 and up minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. <laughs> I can't see jurisdiction. <laughs> 21 and up minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York... <laughs>
<laughs> Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. Are this is serious? Like, did I actually oh have to God. read that? Oh, yeah. God. Is that a part of the read? Just just <laughs> wait until all 50 states get gambling. And then... You have to do it one more time. Just sorry, you have to do that one more time. We just record wasn't on. <laughs> what? Remind everybody of the code, I because there's a chance people John Boy. John Boy's the code. John Boy's the code. <laughs> oh my god. Goodness gracious sakes alive. Anyway, Jolly, that's how I started the show. Celebrating. Hey, I mean, we haven't had to do a beastly DraftKings ad read on Chase Station yet, so I'm just in training still. <laughs> Can I show you something before we get going? Yeah. I received the best present the other day from a guy by the name of Rob Novotny, who I met when I first moved to Melbourne uh, years and years and years ago. He bought me a full ticket set from the opening round oh. of the World Baseball Classic uncut ticket stubs from the game that I pitched in. That game right there, Australia versus Venezuela, changed my life. Damn. So he gave me this. A full, full oh, first round so uncut cool, It's the most thoughtful gift in the world. Yeah, it's that really is. Really, really That's cool. Sick. Oh my gosh, yeah. is it going to go in your, your studio at home? Yep. Oh, I yeah. missed the World Baseball Classic. Do we know what oh, it's 2023. Coming back? 2023. 2023. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Aussies nice. already qualified. So nice. you'll be you'll see the Aussies there. <laughs> Aussies. Okay. So if um if you're feeling just as kind of like um confused as I am after that ad read, I just want to remind you that we are about to draft our best lineup, but everybody had to have won rookie of the year, and we're drafting them based on their whole career. And right. Pete mm. said he was drafting them based on something else too, but I don't remember what it was. Um, so. Impact. Oh, okay. I have one more question. Mm. Does it matter what position they played when they won it? Or are we just going with what position they played over their career? You can place them anywhere. Okay, cool. This is also like within reason. Okay. Yeah, like you can't just like, you can't cheat the system. It has to make sense. I'm going to put Craig Kimbrell in left field. That no, I feel like that's just fair. You yeah. know? I feel yeah. like that's reasonable. <laughs> All right. So, Jolly, whenever we do a draft, I put every name in <laughs> random.org. I like that. Okay. I get the thing. Kelsey and Peter think I just make it up every time. He just writes it down on a piece of paper. Listen, it's all about strategy. I get it. I'm going to click the go button in... Three, two, one. Yeah. Okay. This is the order. Jolly, Peter, Kelsey. Okay. Who was in the middle? I never get double what? picks. You were you got the wraparound this last time. Oh, first. Wow. Love that for you. Interesting. Just complaining. Okay. Just complaining. So we're doing every infield position, three outfielders, one pitcher. So eight picks total. Or yeah, it no, nine, nine. picks total. Sorry. Nine positions on a baseball field. You think I'd know that, you know? Yeah. That click. Okay. So I did some minimal research with the time I had. Mm. And I know that some positions are definitely thinner than others. So I'm prioritizing three spots with my first few picks. But I think I had some strategy going into it as long as I wasn't the number one overall pick. (laughs) But like, if you're the number one overall pick, you kind of got to pick someone like, you know, that's deserving of the spot, I feel like. 
Very true. So I think I'm going to go pitcher. I'm going to get it out of the way first. Mm. And I'm going to take uh, my guy, Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver, uh, one rookie of the year with the Mets, obviously. He was the greatest Mets pitcher of all time. And uh, I don't know if you guys had listened to those Shea Station episodes, but when we did our all-time pitchers draft, Jerry Blevins got in a lot of trouble because he took Jacob DeGrom first over oh. Tom Seaver, and people were not happy. So I'm going to go two for two in taking Seaver uh, in these drafts. Uh, I, I mean, you know, his rookie year is obviously really, really good. Um, but based on B-War, on baseball reference, he's beaten out a lot of these pitchers. And there's a ton of great pitching selections. Like, I don't think it's mm-hmm. too thin over there. You guys will be A-OK. But uh, okay. Tom Seaver is going to be my number one pick. I respect that. I like that. I really do. I like that. Speaking of thin at positions, I am going to go with a second baseman, and I'm going to go with Lou Whitaker. Mm. Like that. Okay. I'm not going to give you the, the jolly rundown of his full career <laughs> and exactly what he did as a member of the Mets, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that he was a unbelievable, and he had a 75.1 war in... There's not a second baseman that comes close to him, honestly, unfortunately. Jackie yeah. Robinson comes close, but uh, he played everywhere. So thank you very much. All righty, my turn. I am kind of taking a different strategy because I have power ranked my guys. By impact? Uh, yeah, just like based on career. And it's probably going to backfire. Um because we're, we're just taking different strategies here. But I wait, <laughs> Peter, who'd you take again? Lou Whitaker. Oh, yeah. Sweet okay. Lou. Sweet I Lou. will oh. take with my first pick, Willie Mays. Good pick. The king, the king of war. Yeah. Yes. He had to be in the first round, right? Come on. Let me just give yes. you a little, yes. a little background on our guy, Willie Mays. Three, four time all-star 12 time gold glove batting title 12 consecutive gold gloves at that and two-time mvp obviously hall of famer hit 301 in his career with 660 home runs holy smokes arguably the best defensive outfielder ever i'm going for power i'm going for glove yes sir uh, he said that somebody else that we know was the best outfitter he's, he's ever seen. So that. that makes my heart sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes my heart sing. All right. My, this is. Y'all, I don't know. I feel like. You're having a hard time, right? I feel like the person who I have ranked as number two, I'm kind of, I kind of think I'm going to get judged because pe- he still is an active player. And so much of his career is currently judged off of what he is presently doing. Did I write it down already? I I don't know. Is that a stupid pick? But like, look at his first 11 years with the Cardinals. Like, stupid. Oh, Oh. I also thought it was somebody else. I thought it was somebody else. Me too. I thought you were going back-to-back outfielder, which kind of surprised me. Is he really a current player? Yeah, he might be a... (laughs) Yeah, but he's so judged off of right now, you know, like how he's recently been to the first 11 years or is it the first part of his. I got to face him in those first few years, so I don't need to. I'm judging him by the, the missiles that were hit at shortstop off me from him. 
And first is kind of a, that's kind of a tough position. Mm. Um, but I think I'm going to call an audible and take Johnny Bench. Ooh. I like that. I like that a lot. Thanks. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I'm mean, all over the place. Catcher's not like thin, but Bench is definitely the best option. I, I love the way that you just went straight left there. That was awesome. Well, <laughs> and you know what? That's exactly how it happened in my head. Like how it okay. was portrayed to you guys is exactly how I experienced that as and well. And what you've effectively done is just wiped the floor with my with my draft. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to completely change. I'm gonna pivot. Whoa, another audible crazy. Pivot. And I'm gonna go with Carlton Fisk. Mm. Catchers are flying off the board. All catchers right, well, are flying off the board. My catcher is my last pick now. I guess that makes it easier for me. Yeah, there you go. Okay, let's 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 do some thinking here. So the other two positions that are thin are second and third. I think we're all in agreement, right? So I think I'm gonna get those out of the way. Right here. Try and get the best options there. And Lou Whitaker was gonna be my next pick, so that was a great one by Peter. Thank you. I gotta do some last second searching. Proud of you. While while Jolly's searching, can we talk about how surprising it is that Lou Whitaker is just not in the Hall of Fame? Right. What? That's so stupid. What's the what's what are what do people say? Like what's the reasoning? It's a really good question. I just Googled why is he not in the Hall of Fame? He was a one and done with the BBWAA and was seriously. He was a one and done. Yeah, I don't know why. Weird. That's some tea. That's crazy. All right. Well, one of my picks has to do with the hall, but he's going to be my next pick. Maybe he um, drank once. My second baseman is going to be Rod Carew. He's going to be my next pick. Twins legend. Of course, of course. Yeah. I think I'm going to snatch him up. And then I think I'm going to go at third base with a guy that should already be in the hall. Hopefully he'll get in next year. You get wrap. How does this work? You get wraparounds too. I think because yeah. I'm the first pick. We're doing snake, right? Yep. Yep. Wow, love that for us. Tight. So as long, as, yeah, I'm, I'm good, Maddie. I'm the next pick. Yep. Sweet. All right, so I'm gonna take Rod Carew, and then I'm gonna go ahead. and I'm gonna take Scott Rowland in my third base because mm. I'm a big Scott Rowland guy, and I love his glove. You just took my pick. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> He's in my hall of fame. You famous. took Scott Rowland. I took Scott yeah. Rowland. I did. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to ask for clearance first. Okay. Can I can I ask for a predominantly shortstop to play third base? I think I know where you're going with this. I think I, I know. Think also know who you're talking about. If they're a predominant shortstop, I think they need to stay at shortstop. Like yeah. if they're if they're like known for a certain position. But these play both. It's not like. What are the games? Like, how many games at each? It's 2,302 games at shortstop, 675 games at third. Now, granted, if we just go by year, for the first 15 years, it was predominant shortstop. And then he finished his career. Entirety of the remaining six years was third base. So. And and he was pushed over from third base by Aroid into shortstop at the so he was playing 
third base at his last All-Star game? I'm abstaining. I don't know. Take it if you want, but I don't – I think there's – like, he's a shortstop. But I'm also, like, not going to die on this hill. So, like, if you want to take mm. him at third, like, you do you, bro. <laughs> well, it also says Albert Pujols played third base. So, it's not like I'm saying I'm going to put Albert and Pujols And Ryan Braun, which is pretty funny. I'm going with someone that actually played a lot of games. I'm going to do it. Cal Ripken Jr., third yeah. baseman. Cal Ripken Jr. I think that's fine. It's not terrible. I don't agree, but I'll allow it. But I probably also don't agree because I was about to take him at his actual position <laughs> at wow. shortstop. You gotta take you gotta take that out of there. I would be okay if you took him at short. Like that just would have sucked, but like I would have been okay with it. He's like played enough, especially like a significant part of your career. You got bumped. I think it's okay. Like and I think Casey and I are gonna <laughs> name our first kid after him. And I told him that I did a fanatic show with him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was That's a bomb drop. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, Pete, you have to make a new pick. I think you have to give Kelsey. Uh... That's true. Okay. Hey, there's no feelings in draft boards, okay? There's no feelings mm-hmm. in draft boards. So now I have two, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take Derek Jeter <sighs> at mm. shortstop. I've heard Maddie, of him. how you feel about that? I mean, I, I have emotional ties to Cal, so I would have liked that pick more. However... Um, Derek Jeter is also a phenomenal option. Best defensive shortstop in the game, some say. Oh. <laughs> who said okay. who who says that? Can I say that? Matty Mass says that. He's the only one that's ever said that ever. <laughs> oh boy. And then I am now going to take Albert Pujols. Okay. So I have for space cover. Good audible by you. Good audible. Left field. Um, nope, we're playing him at first. Okay. Where he belongs. Just, just making sure. He could be solid out there. Okay. I'm gonna go with uh I had no idea that this person had this much of a good career already. Uh but I'm gonna go with Justin Verlander as my starting pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> good work. Like that. He was second on my pitcher board right behind C. He is he is good, real good. It's a hot take. Hot take. It's a hot take. Hot take. Okay. So is it back to me now? Because Peter doesn't get two, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So I think I'm gonna go shortstop now. I think I'm gonna there's just so many good outfielders that I don't feel the need to pick them all right now. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go shortstop. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure I know who I'm picking though. Oh, maybe I don't actually. I'm stuck between I forgot Bobby Crosby won rookie of the year. That's really funny. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go take Nomar Garcia Parra. Impact. You want to talk about impact? Impact. Like that. Impact draft. Don't even care about the numbers. Show me the impact. And then do I just finish my infield? I definitely didn't spell his name right, by the way, when I read that. But (laughs) I can read it, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm going to finish the infield. I'm going to take Mark McGuire. Right after Ooh, first base. big man. Can I have him at first? Is that okay? I know he played a little outfield too. Yes. Let's check You're out You're a guest. Games. You're a guest. Oh, thank you, Kelsey. I appreciate that. I'm liking my team, Maddie. Do you like my team? I like your team. I appreciate it. There's, 
I, I know that we're not diving into the outfield. Uh, you know, nobody is really, but there's one guy that I was hoping would have been drafted by now. But That's we'll not see. Willie Mays. Oh, I think I know who it is. Maybe. I'm going to go uh, Frank Robinson. Nice. That's who I was. Nice. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's a good one. He went He went late in this draft. Yes, he did. Mm, I feel bad. It's the, it's the outfield thing. There's a lot of outfielders. Yeah. yeah. If we don't include Albert Pujols, who dropped below 100 war just because of playing last season, he Frank Robinson's one of the three people above 100 war. So, mm-hmm. Who are the three? I can't believe he lost war last year by playing. That's insane. Uh, Willie Mays, Tom Seaver, Frank Robinson. I'll make so game. we all got one, I think, right? Yeah. Cool. Does that not just shine a light on how shitty war is? If you can lose war just based on, so you don't accumulate what based on what you've done, it can actually erase your what your good yeah, work was stupid. by playing bad. That doesn't make sense. Why are you able to lose war? Hey man, I didn't invent it. I don't know. I'm a fan <laughs> I'm, though. I I'm like looking war. at you two. I'm looking. I love it too because it's a number that gives you like it just gives you a number, but it's yeah. it also shines that it's not perfect. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. Mm. That's the end of my speech. Welcome to my <laughs> TED Talk. Welcome. Um, is not to completely take us off the rails, but did Pujols drop below like 300 career average too last year? Oh, I don't oh, know. No. Let me just look real quick. If you click to the most recent year before it, you can do Yeah, his, his average was 297. Oh. Now, it is now. So... Dang. He dropped below 100 war and below 300 career average. That's so the career average that I can understand. Sucks. He was at 299 and after 2020. Oh, okay, so he dropped. In- he he led NL position players in war for six straight seasons from 05 to 11. It's like, but we don't even we can't even like think of him like in that light anymore because it's just so like weird. we're so jaded by what recent watching him trying to run the first base yeah but like look look at his first 11 years look go on baseball reference if you're listening to this unless it's impressive and just go look at the first decade of his career go to baseball savant too look at all those red red dots everywhere Mm. i am going to take oh man wait i like legit don't know Gets tough here. Gets tough. Juicy. Like I need a third baseman, but like, um, it's thin. I think third is probably the thinnest. You know what? In honor of one of the more recent uh, talking baseball episodes, I will take Evan Longoria. Well done. Wow. Very interesting. He had some good years in Tampa. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, and he just vibed really well with the guys. Kind of loved that. Three-time All-Star, three gold gloves, silver slugger in his career. He's hitting 266 with three, 317 homers. Man, was that Giants team fun to watch last year? Oh, yeah. Holy smokies. Um, okay. So I have my third baseman. And, and a reminder in the middle of this that all of these accolades we're naming for these players, remember that they also won rookie of the year, which mm-hmm. is like the only reason they're allowed to be drafted in this draft. Good point. Okay. Even though y'all have already taken your um, 
second baseman, I will now take Jackie Robinson. Yeah, I guess there were three good second basemen to go around. Not bad. Not bad by us. I had Jackie Robinson real high on mine. Hmm. With my two, three, four, five, sixth pick in the 2022 Rookie of the Year draft, I'm going to take Pete Edward Rose Sr., otherwise known as Charlie Hustle. Thank you very much. In my outfield. Not a Hall of Famer. Nice outfield you're building. Thank you. I need to get started on that, actually. Okay, so I have everything but outfield and catcher. Hmm. I don't know. There's like tons of good outfielders, so you can kind of just go with personal picks. I'm going to take... Okay, I'm going to take Mike Trout for my outfield. Love that. Going with the new guy, still active. And then, like, he was my favorite player that wasn't a Met growing up, so I kind of feel like I have to pick him. Uh, so I'm going to also take uh, Ichiro Suzuki. Ooh. I'm going to take Trout and Ichiro. Impact. Impact. Man, impact. It's everywhere. It's everywhere in this lineup. It's nuts. Wow. So much impact. You're going to be called the Impacts. That's all said so. and done. It's our team name. I love it. <laughs> okay. I am going to pick Andre Dawson. Nice. That was my next one. Would have made for my fan favorite outfield. Oh, I don't know. My that's pretty. My team is ridiculously unbelievable. <laughs> Very humble. <laughs> Dang, I got kind of like, I got kind of like, mm, the outfield is tough now. Y'all took all of my, my next few picks with Pete Rose, Beatro, and Trout. I really wanted Andre Dawson. Shit. Okay, I will take Jacob deGrom as my starting pitcher, the best pitcher in the universe. If you argue that, it's off with your head. Look, he's right there. He's with us. What's his, like, demeanor like? Is he, like, a nice guy, good dude, good with the media? I'd love to meet him. Seems like a nice guy. As a Mets fan, what team do you hate the most? Phillies, I think. That's a personal thing for me. Why do you think? The first couple seasons I watched were 07 and 08, where they choked away the lead to the Phillies. Okay. Um, so those are like the first memories I have as a Mets fan, which aren't great ones. Let's talk about the Phillies. <laughs> Let's talk about them. What the heck? How do they go out and make these insane signings and they're like not even competing in the NL East. I mean, I when they brought on Dombrowski, it, it just reminded me of what the Tigers did towards the end with all those crazy contracts. And then he kind of just got out of there before things got ugly. I mean, I don't like the Phillies, but I don't like seeing teams go into like seven year rebuilds. Like, you know, you want the competition to be fun. So I hope that doesn't happen to the Phillies once yeah. like they finish spending all the money that they have, but they got to spend more now, right? You're kind of- Look, I was- I was I went through the gauntlet of the Phillies years. Oh seven, eight, nine, when ten, when they were oh, really good, when yeah. they had Rollins and Utley and and Victorino and the the big three, Cliff Lee, yep. Hamels, Holiday. Like it was, they were tough, and that crowd was so tough. Peter, you used to sell pharmaceuticals. You're awful. <laughs> so when they're good, it's it's a fun place to go and get yelled at, and it's a yeah. fun place to play. 
And Philly's better for it. So I really hope they can turn it around because it's a it's a fun place to play when they're going good. Plus, well, like I feel like everyone in the East is gonna be good next year, aside for like yeah. maybe the nationals. So like, you know. Yeah. Man, Juan Soto is just like chilling over there. Like I know, poor guy. Mm. Who do he? you think who who do you have? Do you think the Mets have done enough this offseason to take over? Or do you um, still favor the Braves? Like take your bias out. Okay. Oh, well, I picked the Braves last season to win the division. Okay. Um and I think that the Mets are a better team than they were last year, but I still think they need depth. They need more arms because arms go out quickly. We know that from last season. I think they're a solid second place right now, but like the Braves just won the World Series. So I can't like confidently yeah. say the Mets are just going to be better than them. You know, wasn't there a report that came out today that the Mets are trying to sign like an, another like impact arm, like big yeah. name arm? They're trying to get one more big name arm and then potentially like bat or depth. But I'm hoping that it's just mm. like they spend big on another nice arm to get like a three headed monster in that rotation. Work for the Dodgers. <clears throat> mm. uh, what's up? Uh, Kels, you're up. Go ahead. Yeah. Carlos Beltran. Nice. Thank you. Do you think if he gets into the hall, he goes in as a Met or like a Royal? No, he goes as Astro. Or as an Astro? I think he might go in as a Met, no? How many uh, years did he have with each team? Uh, let's see. I'm on his baseball reference, but it just... Holy smokes. 20 so years. Good. That's so, so many years. Good. Underrated page. Some good stuff here. 20 years. Yeah, so Carlos Beltran, nine-time All-Star, World Series champ, three-time Gold Glove, two-time Silver Slugger, uh, 279 curve batting average with 435 home runs. I'm going to pick uh, – are you sorry? Are you, are you, I'm, I'm baffled, but I never knew this person's name before this person this right now. But my shortstop is going to be a young man by the name of Luis Aparicio. In the Hall of Fame, Rookie of the Year, 13-time All-Star, 1966 World Series champ, and a nine-time Gold Glover. Why don't I know his name? He played around, I guess. Yeah. White Sox, Orioles, and Red Sox. Was an All-Star with all of them. Wow, look at those stolen base numbers. Those are crazy. Look at every number. And he wore number 11 his whole career through five teams. Well done. Luis Aparicio. Welcome to my team. Mm. Yay. I like, it. I like it. Oh, so now we're getting on the last round, right? I think this is my last yep. two. Okay, yep. cool. I got to save catcher. You guys made it nice and easy for me. I appreciate yeah. it. Congratulations on that. Appreciate it. Going to go Mets bias again. Going to take Mike Piazza behind the dish. I could have taken Thurman Munson, but like, come on. It's a Mets logo right there. Mm. Kind of yeah. makes sense. Mm. You know. And then last outfield spot. <sighs> Do I take Bryce? Do I go all newbies? How do you think that would play? I don't know. That's the thing. I got, I got some older guy. I got Rod Carew in there. I got Tom Seaver in there, so it's not mm-hmm. all newbies. Mm-hmm. I was talking more about your outfield. I do love a good 40 40. Mm. So, Alfonso Soriano? No. <laughs> I think I'm going to take Jose Canseco. This could be my, oh. my last outfielder. Great Twitter so. follow. Really entertaining Twitter follow yeah, for great, sure. Great, great fighter, too. He really showed yeah. his strength in the ring. <laughs> He's great on the baseball. Wait, field. did he did he actually get in the ring? Yeah, yeah, for th- eleven seconds against someone at Barstool, and he pulled up, my shoulders dislocated as he fell on the ground. Okay, is it my turn? It's my turn. 
Okay. And with my last pick, I'm going to pick first baseman and Houston Atro, Jeff Bagwell. He's on my list. Nice. Yes, you are. And that closes out my team for 2022. I like that. Nice. Uh, Dick Allen didn't go anywhere. That's kind of sad. Um, okay. I have one more outfield spot. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So left on my board are is Daryl Strawberry, Ooh, because I love Daryl Strawberry. Uh-huh. Impact. And Bryce Harper. Which okay. Which one do you guys think is a more impressive pick? You know which way I'm leaning. Should I do it? Mm. Is that a good pick? Impact. I think it's a great pick. For real. Impact. Impact. You heard him. If you haven't seen the Mets documentary, go look at the impact Dallas Strawberry and Dwight Gooden had on that team. It's a lot of impact. A lot of impact. Taking Daryl Strawberry. Love that. You know... I really think I could have put a little bit more emphasis on my outfield. I'm not happy. What outfield did you end up with? Willie Mays. Love that. Pretty good. Uh, Carlos Beltran and Daryl Strawberry. Willie Mays and two Mets. That's not bad. Do you want to hear hear my outfield? Yes, I do. Because it's really good. Frank Robinson, Pete Rose, and Andre Dawson. Stupid. It's stupid. That's pretty freaking good. Andre Dawson was going to be my last piece. He snaked him from me. So who all did we leave out? We left out, we left out Willie McCovey, Dick Allen. Dick Allen didn't make it, yeah. Uh, um, Eddie Murray is left out. Did Bryce y'all Harper. think Buster Posey had any chance? There's too many good catchers. I think that if it was a little thinner, he would have been nice in there. But, like, I would have taken Thurman over him. I think he's, like, fifth mm. on my board. Yeah. Okay. And it's not like they've been left out. It was just mm. they were not chosen. And they're still very good players. And we're not going to take anything that they've done in their career, like War does, away from them mm-hmm. just by not choosing them in this draft. This isn't going to affect their, their chances of getting into any future halls of whatever there are to go into. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. Mm. Impact. All right. Impact. What are y'all's initial thoughts? I love my team. I no win. bias. Hands Do you down. think you win straight up? Yeah, I mean, you put this team in their prime against your team in their prime, and I'm going to score. I'm at least going to get a lot of hits. I mean, I won both of our Shea Station drafts, according to the fans. So I'm feeling very Ooh. good about like my drafting skills. Okay. I like my outfield a lot, Ichiro. Yeah, but you're up against Jerry Blevins, and I love Jerry Blevins. Wow. But, I mean, wow. we're talking about we're talking Jerry about. We'll hear about this. We're talking about <laughs> podcast <laughs> veterans here. We're not just rookies in the podcast world, mate. Okay. That's crazy. Freaking love Jerry Blevins. Jerry Blevins is just like you like when he speaks, you listen. You know, (laughs) like so much wisdom for a guy that's so wise. Is still pretty young and so kind, but you like you just like want to listen to him talk. Mm, And he looks so New York. When we were taking that train thing, he was like leaning up with his arm like back on the train with his leg crossed and a beanie and had on a pea coat with like, and I was like, you look so New York right now. And he lived it, you know, really, really enjoyed my time with him this week. Um, I have some heavy hitters mm-hmm. like Willie Mays, heavy hitter, Johnny bench, heavy hitter, Johnny bench Jackie Robinson, pick. heavy hitter. Jacob DeGrom, I consider to be a heavy hitter, but I'm curious to see how that's perceived by the public. But the He's only other hitter. pitcher I had on my 
board was John Matlick, who I didn't, I had never even heard of him. <laughs> yeah, he's another uh, Mets guy, but like from like a bad decade of Mets baseball. But Dwight Gooden is probably the fourth. Yeah. I think, I think with pitchers and catchers, we pitch, we pick the three best available. Yes. I also think second base, the three best available were picked. Yep. After that, you'd probably be looking at like a Dustin Pedroia. Yeah. He was on my list mm. as fourth. Yeah. yeah. How do y'all Impact. feel about his chances at the Hall of Fame? I think it's pretty good. I think so too. Okay. I think it's pretty good. Especially if the ballots then. It's going to take a little while. It's, he's not going to get on there. He's eligible in 2025. I think it's going to be like an Andrew thing. There's going to be arguments for and arguments against. Andrew but eventually he should get in. Exactly. I yeah. agree too. Something that I thought was interesting that I saw about him, like he has no major career milestones that stand out just because he had a shorter career um, yeah. and mm. all the injuries. But I read that it says not a single position player who made their debut in 1948 or later. So essentially not a single position player has been elected to the Hall of Fame with fewer than 2,000 hits. Really? Hmm. Can't can't tell you the article I got that from because I pulled How many so many different got? things. Let's check it out. Yeah. He's got 1,805. Yeah, I mean, he's got the MVP. He's got four gold gloves, through, uh, four all-stars. I don't know if it's enough, actually. Man. That's an interesting case. Yeah, when you look at his numbers, they're just tough. There's no yeah. milestones. This is what I get. So every person from their generation that they played in or they watched is going to argue for that generation. I feel right. like that's my generation. Petey's my big league. He was there for the start. We'd start at the same year and we finished the same year almost. So I watched him. So I'm going to argue for him because I saw the impact and the difference that he made to that city and that team. So, but that's the argument that, that, people from the past are probably going to make for their guy right who we didn't get to see yeah you know I, I, I think i think i agree with that and like there's like kind of a soft spot in my heart for the guys that probably could have kept playing but had their careers mm. cut short mets david wright obviously i think david wright oh. could have been a hall of famer if he had those extra few years at the end would have been so i think like pd i think pd has a decent shot i know his resume mm. isn't fantastic but you know, if the belt's thin enough and like he's on there long enough, I think he'll he'll get it. How do you feel about Andrew Jones in the Hall of Fame? I think it should be a lock, like a hundred percent. I think it's stupid that it's still even like a debate. Mm. Peter, do you think he's like the best defensive center fielder of all time? I caught him in in '06 and '07 when he was sort of at the end. Yeah, and it was it just it was just unbelievable yeah. what he was able to do out there. And then you go back and look at the highlights, and it's like, and it's anyone nice. that pitched pitched was were like well he saved us a yeah. number of times like multiple multiple times he saved us big games whatever it happened to be he has just made catches that just guys don't make and he hit 451 homers as well people forget that he hit 450 homers even if you ignore defensive metrics like i'm sure many writers might do you have 451 home runs to look at and like that great ops plus over his career it's just i don't yeah. i don't i don't really understand it no. i don't think i ever will you know two other people mm. who i really liked I, I did way too much. I'm I'm disappointed in my draft because of how much time I spent on researching for this draft. Two guys, I think Jolly got both of them. That yeah, that I liked. Just when you break down their numbers, Ichiro, his first ten seasons, at 224 hits per year. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. For his Crazy. first 10 seasons. That was after he'd got 3,000 hits in in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So like, crazy. And then Rod Carew, what was it about him that I wrote that I was like, dang. I have no clue. Reference. He chased 400. He finished at 388 in 1977. He was chasing yeah. 400. Yep. Yeah, I had a couple of, like, I'm not a big batting average guy, but I got some batting average champs. Yeah. I mean, geez. Finished a full season at 388. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. No. No shot. Like how how much talk that would be if that were to happen now. What did Chipper hit in nine in two thousand eight? Chip hit three. He got, he got three fifty one, I think. Let me check. Was it three forty, three fifty? Because I I witnessed that. Three sixty four is what he got. <laughs> three sixty four. Was that what year was that? That's oh eight when he was thirty six years old. That was ridiculous. I watched That's that crazy. and I was like, he it was. You just felt like he was going to get hit every time he went up to, to the play. It was so crazy. Yeah. There's never going to be another Met killer like Chipper Jones. I don't think oh. that's ever going to happen. I love so much his son's name, Shay. I think that's just phenomenal. That's awesome. Because it's a good name. Like, it yeah. works. It's not too random. What were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say Chipper is one of the two third basemen that we were kind of robbed of. Different yeah. reasons. Chipper yeah. lost. He came in second place in the rookie of the year to no offense. Todd Van. No, to Hideo Nomo. Who oh, was, yeah. He had that crazy year with the Dodgers, I think. He was on my list. He was on my list, though. So yeah. he had like that really crazy year. Good career overall, but you know, obviously Chipper had the better career there. And yeah. So we we kind of lost out on Chipper by just a smidge. And then for different reasons. Um, a rod so 95 142 ab's i believe right. the cutoff is 130 to yeah. maintain eligibility and he bat batted 232 the next year he came in second for the mvp so if oh. if he had batted 12 less times or had 12 less at bats he would have basically had an mvp season his rookie year so just like ichiro did yeah, was yeah. Just say. later mm-hmm. there you go a Rod, 117 and a half career war. We just lost out on him too. Here's a, here's an interesting question. I know it's not based on this, but who of the people that we drafted had the best rookie season out Oof. of the people we drafted? I think it might be Ichiro because he won MVP, but I want to hear what. Yeah, about. that's a good. I mean, it's hard to argue against that. Um, um, Trout had like a crazy war. His yeah, right, 10.5 war. Uh, <sighs> Judge had an eight war and Pete Alonzo passed him by a homer if you are in yep. love with homers. Yeah, Trouts was crazy. <laughs> Mark Fidrich. Yeah, yes. there's a name. Mark, I had look, he's on my list. He was on my list too. <laughs> of the uh the Birdman of the, the 76 Tigers. That was impact, uh, man. The the war. Impact. It's true. He used to clean the mound with his hand before he he'd put the dirt yeah. on next to the plate on the mound with his hand before he pitched. I think Pete won. You think Pete won? If yeah. we go strictly by summing war, Pete has the top war, six hundred ninety nine and a half. So it's more than that though. Wow. It's more than that. But let us know. Comment most mm. first of all, but then we'll also put a poll out on Twitter to figure out who who wins the draft. I like it. Before you go, Pete, 
Yes. Do you have an Aussie lingo? Oh mm. my goodness, I should. It's been so long. Do you long, know guys. what I'm Aussie so lingo sorry. is, Jolly? I don't. Jolly Olive. So he he gives us a um, Australian slang word, and we have to guess what it means. Okay, I'm done. Love that. I just have to love the participation from you. Now I have to research because we put him on the spot. It's been too long. We've also done too many. In the beginning, he was just naming them off the top of his head. Right now, he's now I have to, yeah, exactly. Okay, here's one for you. Okay. Grouse. Grass. Grass? Grouse. Grouse. Yes, G-R-O-U-S-E. Hmm. Grouse. Interesting. Concrete. You have one in. <laughs> I'll go with. Nachos. Okay. I'm going similar food vein. Give me hot dog. Mm. It's not an actual thing. It's just a saying that we use over here. Is that does that still count? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Tell us what it is. So like if something is if something is, and it's only in Melbourne, I think. If something is really, really cool or terrific or fantastic, or we go, mate, oh, it's grouse, mate. Mm. It's grouse. Like Very that. confusing for Americans who would be visiting because it sounds like gross. It does. Mm, good point. Mm, grouse. But grouse, yeah. gross. Grouse, gross. So the team I drafted was grouse. It was definitely grouse. Oh, this draft in itself mm. was grouse. To grouse. see you guys again, to have Jolly on our podcast was Appreciate grouse. 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 Totally grouse. Yeah. Well done. Seriously. Us. Thank you so much. We literally texted him today and he came on. So make sure you guys check out his YouTube page, Jolly Olive. I um, didn't know the concept of it before you explained it. And that's like phenomenal. I appreciate it. <laughs> like I can see how people would get super into that. That's like awesome that you do that. And then his podcast, Shay Station on John Boy mm. Media with, with uh, Jerry Blevins. We love Jerry Blevins. You listen when he talks. Kind, right. intelligent. Uh, where's Peacoats? So we love Jolly Olive. We love Jerry Blevins. We love our rookies of the year. We also love Jonathan India and Joe Burrow. So mm. Jerry Blevins is also a Bengals fan. So good for I Jerry. Know. We bonded over that. And nice. Burrow, we trust baby. All righty. Thank you guys so much for everything. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Jolly Olive. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Farm on, farm often.